Yo, 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 yo. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Gerard from Conversations at the Shop, man. You know, we added a new podcast to the brand this week, The Real Spill. I got my two young co-hosts with me. We got Samantha, and we got Carl, and we got a special guest today because your mental health matters. We got Chantree Slayton in the building. How y'all doing today? Y'all, how y'all feeling on this on this wonderful Wednesday? I'm feeling great. <laughs> <laughs> I knew she'd be the first one to say something. Hey, don't start, Carl. Hey, don't start today. <laughs> but I I feel good. I, I feel content. You know, I feel good. For sure, for sure. Uh anybody watching, y'all make sure y'all like, comment, and share. The podcast, share it to your friends, share it to your Facebook page, share it anywhere and everywhere so everybody can see it. Uh, this week's show is sponsored by Just the Glimpse Boutique. Uh, which was it's the half of the gleam for less of the green. Is that what it say? No, that's not what it say. Hold on, terrible. There we go. Hey. All the glitter and gleam for a fraction of the green. Hey, yeah, what talking about, Brody. Yeah. There you go. I hope she get on you. Though. I hope she get hey, on your tell head. Lisa, I'm sorry. Delisa, if you on here, hey, <laughs> tell get in these comments on them real quick. Tell get on him. How do you mess up your brain? Hey, look, I'm <laughs> so sorry, man. Y'all can see her there brain right here, man. Uh, y'all make sure y'all go shop with her, man. You know. She got some nice jewelry on here for everybody to get, man. Y'all make sure y'all go shop with her. Y'all know like Mother's Day on like... Sunday. <laughs> right. Hey, get it Carl. in. Get I'm it in now. Michael Kors, baby. Calm down. But I'm gonna shop on. <laughs> so y'all make sure y'all <laughs> y'all make sure y'all shop at justaglimpseboutique.com, man. And uh I'm going to let y'all handle this, man. I'm going to be out. I'm backstage if y'all need me. We got a private chat back here just in case. So y'all take care of y'all business. I'm out. All right. All right. Well, today we got Chantrice on. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your brand. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello. Well, I'm Chantrice, uh, originally from Memphis, Tennessee. I'm now residing in Oakland, California. Um, what else about me? Uh, I'm a sped teacher out here for K through second grade. Love my babies. Uh, I just recently acquired my mental health services certification and I'll be finished up with my school counseling master's degree in June. Mm. And mentally right. culture, more about the business, mentally culture. Reason why I'm here is because. Essentially, we're the on-the-go support group, and we offer relief resources. We just want to get into the community and give those privileges that weren't given to African-Americans or people of color. So check us out at mentallyculture.co for more about us. But, yeah, that's what we do. That's why we're here. That's why you're here, and we're going we're gonna to talk about it today. We're going to get into it. That didn't okay. Me, personally, I liked it. You know, I, I've, been, I've been knowing you for a while. You know, like I, I – you know, I spoke to you from around the way, but I did not know you was this dope. This is this is amazing. Like I'm, I'm very proud to actually like meet your acquaintance because th this is dope. I like. I'm glad you can make it. Yeah, thank you, thank you. 
Okay, so a lot of people, when they think about um, mental health, they only think about like, you know, sorry. They only think about um, really people who get like services for being like mentally ill, but they don't actually know what all comes with it. So can you elaborate on what mental health is for us? Uh, you can't really put it into a box because you can see me right now and be like, she doesn't have anything going on, you know. She's not having anything lagging as far as her mental health. She's good, but it's it's not just that cookie cutter. You know, it comes in different shapes and forms. Mental health affects you in different ways, so it's very important to educate yourself on it because, like you said, we think about individuals who we know are in like getting services or talk about having their own pills or who you can visibly see. There's something that's wrong with them mentally, but that's not necessarily the case. You know, you can wake up every day and go to work and you're still depressed as soon as you leave. Or you can yeah. be at work, being, you know, being functioning as, as you're depressed. So it's, it's, really, it's really important to just, like, educate yourself. And if you are to notice certain concerning behaviors, then empathize with that person. Give them grace. Don't just label them or stick them with a sticker because you never know what someone is going through. Because that one thing you say or don't say could be the moment that they end their, end their life. It's, it's that simple in that aspect, but it's not that simple when we're trying to figure out what someone is going through. Is that, um, is that the reason why um, mental health is known as the silent killer? Because behind the scenes, that's where the most damage is being done. And, you know, every day we have to put on that costume or that imaginary mask of every day. Like we're living life, we're feeling good, but behind closed doors, we're dying. And that, that's, that's to me, you know, I've been studying mental health for a long time as well. And that's why I kind of thought, like, as you was explaining and breaking it down, um, you hit me with an analogy that's deeper than, than what a lot of people on this live may not, you know, thought about was you just can't put it in a box, which means that. It's bigger than what you see because we got to open it to see what's going on. You got to really open up a person, allow a person to meet. Uh, and I really like that because as a man uh, in today's society, it's so hard for men to vent. Like, it's so hard for us to feel like it's okay to vent. It's so hard for us to feel like uh, it's, so, it's okay for us to open, our, open up and express how we feel, you know? It's like, dang, mm -hmm. man, you know? It's like, okay, I feel this way. It's been messing with me for so long, but instead of expressing how we feel, it's like, man, I'll man up, I'll be all right. And I'm a victim of that. You know, I'll be like, I'll be all right, I'll be okay. Knowing, knowing doggone well, man, it's, it's hurting me, it messing with me, it's, it's tearing me inside, and then it sparks up anxiety, it, it brings about depression, you know, then you start becoming an empath, all because you've allowed as a man all because we've allowed ourselves to i'll be all right into submission you know mm -hmm. suppressing your feelings and you still you still deserve a safe space to say what it is you're feeling and how you're feeling and to seek the help that you need and to and to have just someone who just someone who's an advocate for you you know so it's like it's very important just to have this safe space and also just to have just that foundation. Like who's going to be in my corner? Who's going to be in my safe space? Who can I talk to? And sometimes and I, and I really want to point this out, too. It needs to be someone who is non-biased. 
Because when you're opening up, you don't want it to become an emotional thing for someone else. You see what I'm saying? So, like, if you are to seek uh, outside help, they're not going to hit you with the, as a mom, well, I don't want my baby feeling like this. Let's just go here and pray. And, you know, it, it, it becomes more than just about you. It's about now you brought me in. So now I'm feeling how you feeling. And I can't handle that because you're my son. So I hear what you're saying, but I, I can't comprehend it because it's too overwhelming for me as your mother. So instead of me addressing what you just told me, I'm going to kind of dance around it in a sense and let you know, like, we can just possibly pray about it, which nothing is wrong with prayer. I'm all for amen to God. But, you know, it's also nothing wrong with getting that outside safe space as well. Yes, that's this very much needed. Um, Cause me, me and Samantha, um, we're more than just called like we're actual friends. Like it's be times where I'm very stubborn. She knows everybody knows me. I get stubborn. She gets stubborn too. But it's like as a man, no. you're gonna see you're gonna see more stubborn men because we really don't know who to talk to. Like we really don't. We feel like the world is against us. We feel like if we vent, eventually somebody gonna use it against us. Mm -hmm. You know, it will return. Is this and this type of? And it's so it be so hard. And they be like, yeah, just open up, just vent, and nobody gonna judge you. And in the moment that we let our guard down, it's like we to get hurt or we mm -hmm. don't red flags because we're being rushed into opening up. And then as soon as we open up, this happens. And I'm not saying it doesn't happen to women. Or anybody else in the world, I'm just speaking about as a man perspective. I'm speaking. I'm speaking as a man. Like it's hard for us, hard for us not to be judged because it's it's like if we're not judged by women, we're judged by our own men too, like our own brother. Mm -hmm. For example, if a man said, "I just want one woman," and all I want, I would just, I just want to be with one woman. I'm good with one woman. And somebody's come around, bro. You tripping? You need to do this. You need to do that. Forget all that. Be a this. Be a that. It is like, why can't I just want one woman? And they'll judge you off of this. Or if a man say, you know what? I want to uh, dance. I don't want to play sports. I want to dance. Oh, you must be gay. You must be this. You must be that. It's like, why can't a man be freely open and happy and be in his own type of, of lifestyle where he can just be him and flourish as him? It's like a man can't feel emotions. It's like he's a robot. You're not allowed to feel mm -hmm. like a man. Mm -hmm. if you feel like this, you're 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 a wimp. If you if you if you get hit and you fall down, you you you're a wimp. You know what I'm saying? If you if you do this, do this, do this, do that, it's like why can't I just be me? And it's like young people say you a simp. Yes, I heard it so <laughs> and it's so weird because as a single man of 28 with three businesses that he owned for himself. And also in the middle, it's like when you let a woman know, hey, I'm looking for a wife material. Why? You need to be out here having fun. Why can't I want a wife, G? Like, I don't want to be playing around with y'all. Like, what's wrong with a man seeking a wife? In the Bible, it said a man supposed to seek a wife, not a man supposed to seek some hoes. Not a man supposed to seek some, some thoughts. Not a man supposed to seek some, some play play. If I want to see something that's long term, why, why am I being judged? For seeking something that I supposed to wake up in the morning every day and cherish, you feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. This is how I feel, and I'm not trying to take over the show, but <laughs> it'd it be, it be hard for me to vent. And it's like when we get a chance to vent, we don't know whether we either being heard or judged. So shout out to all. But the you, 
you got to think of it this way because that's also something i told you today you need to really look at your your group who you choose to vent to you can't vent to everybody one everybody is not going to understand secondly everybody has their own opinion so that's the hard thing about venting and that's why i wanted us to have chantrice on the show so she could tell people where they can go where they have an unbiased opinion and be able to speak without having that yes for sure for sure and i reached out because you know I'm still learning my as myself and I reached out to one of my good friends and I was like, so, you know, give me some advice on some good, you know, places that I could tell them about tonight because she herself, she's a mental health therapist. And I was like, you know, give me some insight on where they can go and who they can talk to. And so she was just telling me as far as for counseling has interns that offer low cost therapy. So that's a good resource that you can reach out to. And they have locations in Memphis and Jackson, Tennessee. Also, if you're a University of Memphis student, their counseling center offers 12 free sessions per academic year. Mm, that's good. I know, shout out to my Shout out to my roommate. <laughs> in college, not now. But in college, <laughs> she's married now. So I just want to put that out. She's married now. So I just want y'all to know. Yeah, that was to my roommate in college. Also, she told me about Kindred Place in Memphis offers free counseling services to victims of domestic violence and intimate partner violence. They offer low or reduced fee for those with low income as well. So those are just a couple of resources that I have for us to talk about tonight. And I got more resources to tell you all about as we go on. But also going to uh, psychologytoday.com, I know I had a good friend who uh, sent me that link. And that's how I found my therapist when I was in Memphis, and she was legit. But the options are out there. Definitely, you have to do your research. And if you want it bad, you can find it. You definitely can find it. Right. So some resources I would definitely say reach out to. And stop. And, and, and y'all, for the one that's out there, y'all, let's come together and stop making excuses for our mental health. If you got a problem, lay that thing on the table. Like, but watch who you lay it on the table for. Don't just lay it on the table. Don't just lay it on the table. Because that's what happens. We get to talking, and then somebody interjects, and they say one thing, and then we shut down, and it's over. We don't want to talk anymore. That happens a lot. But guess what, though? A lot of times we suppress our thoughts and our feelings, and we'll shut down before anything even happens. We'll come up with some suppressed energy. Nobody ever said nothing to you. You want me to tell you why? Because a lot of us suffer through inner, uh, inner thought depression. It's a form of depression where you can be the happiest, happiest. You can be at your happiest form. You can think of one thing that can deter your whole feelings for the whole day. And guess what? You don't bought negativity into a, a whole atmosphere. You don't know what can just, you don't know what just happened with you. You can literally just be chilling. You know what I'm saying? Having fun. It'd be the best time of your life. You can let one incident block everything that you've ever went through through the whole day. So your engine, your engine can actually start off as being knocked off too. It's all about your, it's all about the mindset. So it ain't mm -hmm. I it on the table because a lot of us suffer from suppressed memory. So suppressed memory, what's the word? It's it's, it's a form of depression where it, it, it's, it's more common with men where we hold on 
two situations that happened to us in the past that we never handled as a kid. So as we grow older, we take it out on other people and we take it out on ourselves and everybody that surround us because instead of handling the issue at a young age, we decide to carry it along, carry it along. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like the biggest problem with me is we run away from, from everything instead of embracing it. And we don't know how to embrace it because we was always taught to man up. We don't man up. We don't manned up a hundred percent. But a hundred percent of those times that we were man up, we should have been thought strategically on how to man up. It was like do this, do this, do this. And it's like I we get to doing everything. What have we learned? Nothing. So guess what we finna do? Be toxic. Be be a little weird. We're gonna be hurt because we were never taught strategically how to move. So when a woman asks us, she wants a leader. She wants a man to lead. A man ain't gonna know how to lead because he still got things as a child that he never suppressed and that he never fixed. So that means that a lot of women are going to run into uh, a lot of boys that have a lot of men that have boys mentalities. So you run into a lot of kids that got aged on them. So guess what? When the real man comes, that woman ain't gonna know how to be led properly because you ran into too many damn kids. So when the real man comes, she ain't gonna know whether to let him in or to play with him. Because he's because you know, ran into too many kids. It's not a daycare, this is her feelings. So, my bad guys, I'm not saying that I don't love y'all. It just we need to do better as men. I'm not saying I'm blaming women. I'm, I just feel like it's, 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 it's on both sides of the map. Men got to do better with leading and providing, and women have to do better with accepting what a leader looks like because a lot of women don't know what a leader looks like because they daddy one leaders. Okay, well, that's a topic. Okay, that one is a topic for another day, though. Yeah, yeah it's learn. It's for sure learn behaviors, definitely. But you touched on something really important, though. And I know we just had that question, so I'm going to go to, I use NAMI. That's really going to be who I'm going to be utilizing today as far as facts coming into everything. So as it says, according to Health and Human Services Office of Minority Health, Black adults in the U.S. more than likely than white adults to report persistent symptoms of emotional distress, such as sadness, hopelessness, and feeling like everything is an effort. Black adults living below the poverty line are more than twice as likely to report serious psychological distress than those with more financial security. Despite the needs, only one in three black adults who need mental health services mental health care receive it, according to American Psychiatric Associations. It's just, it's just less likely for them to get those services. It's less frequently included in research. So not only are we not getting those uh, resources, they're not doing as much research on us to let us know how are we showing up? What are we needing? What are you offering? And also more likely to use emergency rooms or primary care rather than mental health specialists. So we, we would rather go to our primary care provider, which is not a bad thing instead of going and reaching out for those services because of those stigmas. So it's like, once again, we are still in the shadows. We're still trying to find our way. We're still trying to, like you said, show up and get through those learned behaviors. So it's really important that we acknowledge that, but at the same time, we were never taught how. So how are we going to ask for something when for so long we were taught just to survive? Right. I want you to survive. So... Yeah, we have to do the work, but at the same time, we have to come together and be a community as well. Well, I have a question because um, last week, as a teacher, we lost a student. 
mm-hmm. who took their own life. And so as a parent, that touched me because I have a daughter that's around that exact same age. So mm-hmm. what as a parent or a guardian or a teacher should we be looking for? Like what kind of signs can we be looking for that, you know, our children are in need? Yes, 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 yes. So with that, as far as with students, um, just with your kids, it's very important just to notice if anything thing is off. If anything is off, if you're noticing that they're kind of being more so in the background, having avoiding behaviors, um, not being able to sleep properly, they're very irritable, the change in just their performance in a school, so they're not performing as they would. You notice more so it's like excessive worry or anxiety. So they're more fidgety. They're not really focusing right now. There's something to uh, look into if they're having like frequent nightmares. That's very important. Or just they're disob- if they're disobedient or aggressive. And I would speak on that as far as, you know, because it's so quick that we want to say, oh, they're bad. If, if, for example, for myself, I know with me growing up, I wasn't bad. I was seeking a connection because I had been through something and no one was listening to me because they didn't know how to. They didn't know how to. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, I'm going to support you as far as monetary value. I'm going to be here for you. You know, I'm here to support you. Yet, I don't know why you're being the way you're being or why it is you're constantly, you know, being disrespectful or you being disobedient in school. So when students kind of get off of their realm of listening and not really focusing, it's really important to not label it once again to a box, but to identify it as, okay, so you need my help right now. And having that space, like, well, you can talk to me. Because like Carl was saying, you know, we grew up in this pretty much feeling like, okay, we're going to survive. And I know for a couple of us growing up, we had to be that adult when the adult wasn't there. So right. I'm still surviving, but yet now I'm grown, I'm kind of trying to, I'm kinda, I never grew up because it was like I needed someone to nurture that fit, nurture me. But at the same time, as a child and as a parent, we run into situations that are uncomfortable. So then when we do seek help, it might not be the best help. So that's why it's really important to educate ourselves. And also, also look into school counselors. Shout out to my school counselors. Um, that's that's the no, another reason. I didn't even know anything about a school counselor until I was in high school. Right. She's my prevention counselor. <laughs> so right. Just, we and we don't use really use them either. I have like I teach in middle school and literally. Yes, we'll be we like, okay, you need to. Do you want to talk to the council? The first thing they'll say is, no, they don't understand, or they don't yeah. listen. But it's because they're not giving them the feedback that they want. Yes, yes, sir, yes, sir, Mister Watson. Yes, the stigma is what keeps us away from us looking for those services because once again, we don't want to be labeled as crazy. We don't want to be labeled as if our feelings are not valid. We want to be labeled as, oh, man, I don't know if I'm going to be around. Or be young, be the black sheep, because it's uncomfortable. It's not something we're used to speaking about, you know. Or it's, we don't, we don't, we're not used to just having that open dialogue and being transparent like, man, so this happened to me. And I'm hurting right now, and I need some help. 
because like so we don't know how our family members or those who we care about are going to show up for us or like carl said our friend group how they're just going to basically just shun us or make us feel less than just because we're wanting more but i did see a comment that said you just got to stand your ground you have to and it's and it's tough because once again we're operating under learned behavior and it's scary when you had to take this step but once you take this step and once you find just your tribe that's going to have your back and it's going to encourage you to continue to move forward within your mental health you're going to be amazing you're going to be amazing but it's going to be a scary step that you'll have to take i know for myself personally like i'm a g so i ain't gonna cry you know what i'm saying but I, i'm gonna speak okay. for myself oh, you feel me excuse me tear tear <laughs> but um i know for me i operated under like you know just I was operation just I was depressed. I was going through a lot and I would take it out or I would just make sure I wasn't really a part of anything. I didn't want to be seen because if you saw me, then you would know what's going on. But then people see me like, oh, I love being around her. But I didn't like being around myself. Right. So it's like I, I but I'm gonna make it look good, you know. I'm gonna make it look right. good. For you. You're gonna dress it up. They've got to take the mask off. So it's like, and I was like, man, you know, then I did go to family members. <laughs> and he was just like, you don't need that. You okay? And I'm like, I feel crazy because am I okay? No, I'm not. So I definitely, yeah, I definitely, 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 definitely had to. I had to choose me. I had to choose myself. I had to choose myself because it is a stigma around seeking that additional help. And we've heard for so long, you'll be all right. Or just pray about it, which I love prayer. I'm not saying it's not something we shouldn't do, no. But also, we have our counselors for a reason. They are educated on this matter. They want to be there for you. They want to be a non-biased advocate. Utilize them. Utilize those free consultations. Even if you just do that 15 or 30 minutes, get that off your chest because that's going to motivate you to do even more talking. And, and, and when you do that, then you have another tribe to come in and we're gonna be a strong community of individual like of individual that now we can talk about it. I'm here for you. You don't you shouldn't have to feel alone. You don't have to feel alone. So yes, it's it's definitely a big stigma around it. But when you see someone struggling, you know, offer them grace, offer them empathy, offer them safe space. But when doing that though, you need to have your boundaries as well. Because you don't want them to see you as a hero, more so as just someone to support in a safe space because you don't want to become overwhelmed. So with being there for others, you definitely got to have those boundaries too. And that's it, that's honestly um, where I um, struggle at because I had to um, I had to get counseling before when I was young. Cause I didn't I didn't you know know what counseling was back then. You know what I'm saying? I'm like I was in like what seventh grade, seventh eighth grade. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what was. You know I was just young. Um, and I walked in, I ain't gonna share no tea, y'all, but mm -hmm. I walked in and, um, I saw my father die in front of me when I was young. I was in like seventh grade and I walked into the house and it, you know, that this it spiraled me. I didn't know what to do. I'm seventh grade. I'm running down the block screaming for help. You know, he and how I did and I'm like, help me somebody. I, nobody was around, you know, nobody was at home and I'm just running around somebody, somebody, please help me. And it scarred me for almost 10, 15 years of my life. Like, long time. I had to get counseling. I had to, I had to do something in my life. Like, I was really running away from me. Everybody loved me. Oh, Carl, you're so dope, man. I love you, bro. 
But it was like I was afraid to be alone by myself because I would suffer from those suppressed memories. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't do some things. You know, I ain't trying to get, you know, I don't be through some things, you know what I'm saying? A lot. And I'm I'm really thankful because, you know, like Samantha was telling me earlier, you know, you gotta and y'all was saying too, you gotta learn to let things you gotta let, let things ride and actually talk. You gotta learn to to express yourself. You can't you can't hold it down. You can't do that because if you know that you know, if you know that you are the scariest person to yourself, known yourself, you're gonna get lost in your thoughts. You're gonna start getting upset at yourself. So why not allow yourself to heal? Stop fighting yourself. Allow yourself to heal. So um, can you give us some um, examples and ways that we can set those healthy boundaries though? Because you stated, you know setting the boundaries, but what's some ways that we can do so for those who don't know? For sure, for sure. And I'm going to give Carl this resource really fast and then I'm going to get to there for you. It's called Black Men Heal and they offer limited and selective free mental health service opportunities for black men. So it's called Black Men Heal. Make sure you text it or Samantha can tell one of y'all just text it to me and I'm going to use it. And I use my resources for when I do my black man empowerment movements. And I can be able to use that as my resource as well. Okay. I'll send it to you. And I have some for the ladies too coming up. But uh, as far as you said, setting those boundaries, mm-hmm. first you have to identify your personal triggers so you can know which boundaries you need. So if you know, for example, going into a situation, if you've had a tough day, and you can't really take on anything else, that's when you have to be open and honest, like, okay, I hear what you're saying, but can we possibly table this and talk about it later? And it's tough because you see someone's coming to you and they need their help. So that's why it's important to also educate yourself to be like, well, I can't really handle that right now, but I know you can talk to this person or go to this hotline and talk to them, that crisis hotline, so that way you don't feel alone. Or give me, or say, or you don't even have to tell them to just table it. Or can I have like 30 minutes? So ask them for time increments. You know what I'm saying? If you need a time limit or something, give me 30 minutes and we can get back to it. So that's a way of setting boundaries. If you know waking up that morning that you're already not feeling okay, do you talk to yourself about how do you want to show up for that day? How are you going to address situations that may trigger you? If you go into work, and someone is to ask you about an assignment you had the day before, and you were like, I'm, I'm not trying to talk about this today. You know, process it with yourself, role play with yourself. How do you want to respond? So that's the way of setting boundaries. So that way you're setting boundaries not only for someone who's going to approach you, but yourself as well. Cause So you want to show up. You know, how, you want to show up at yourself. You don't want to show up and be triggered. So have give yourself boundaries. Okay, I know going into work today, I will not have this conversation. And this is how I will say I won't have this conversation. So you won't have to spaz out. So that's a, he- a healthy boundary. Yeah, see? it is. Uh, look, you say it work. I'm, a, I'm there with you. Okay. Yeah. Or if you, um, or I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. I say, yeah, because some of us wake up, you know, you go to work with mm-hmm. the mindset of if she say one thing to me, I'm going to explode. Yeah, I'm guilty there. You know, it's some of them days like hey, I just it takes work. Anybody talk to me? It takes work. Mm-hmm. It takes work. It's not something you just hop into. It's something you have to work at. 
So, you right. know, I don't want it to be like a quick potion. No, it's something you have to work. First, you need to identify, you know, what areas are you needing those boundaries? Okay, once you identify those boundaries, then you kind of make them smart goals. Okay, I know in this area, I need to. In this area, I know if they say this to me, I'll be triggered. So, Samantha, make sure I don't want to do this today. So, I need to make sure I prep myself for that conversation so I can show up as Samantha and not angry or ready to pop off so I can't finish the job. So you definitely got to do some, have some self-awareness. I'm not trying to ruffle any feathers. I'm just saying. You oh, know? No, I mean, I said it. I understand, like, yeah, that, that's something that I struggle with because mm -hmm. I have a problem. Not the only one. Yeah, no. Yeah, so it's like, somebody be like, hey, can you do this? Or can you help me? And I know I can't, but I be like, yeah, mm -hmm. every time. And then... I get I get there and I'm not me. I'm you know other than and it becomes an issue. And then you're overwhelmed. And Girl. Then like why why did I not say no? Because once again, it's learned behavior and it's like people pleasing. It's like I rather say yes. So then what? I'm not really trying to roughly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Like, hey, stop reading me. Hey, stop reading me. I'm reading stop myself. Reading I'm reading each other. We're reading each other. But it's just like you know. I'm gonna say yeah because if I say yeah, I can I can keep them around a little longer. But if I say Sometimes no, I don't even need them around or want them around. Sometimes I do it because it's like I just have a hard time saying, you know what? No, I can't do this. It's uncomfortable, right? It, it is. It very much is. And I'd be like, okay, yeah, I do it. And then I get to it. I'm like, I can't do this. I can't do it. I can't show up. I'm too tired. But then there I am trying to fit it all in, and it becomes an issue. So. So, so Samantha, I'm ask you a question. Can you hop through this screen right now? No. You see how fast you said it? <laughs> it's not that easy. It's okay. not good. You got to work. That's what I'm saying. Like they said, no, it's a complete sentence. Yes. She so told like, me that the other day. Look, she told me that the other day. And I read it and I was like, okay. And then literally, not even 10 minutes later, somebody asked me to do something. I'm like, yeah, I'm on the other side of town. And I was like, why well, I just do this? Because there's no way I can, yeah. Mm -hmm. It didn't make sense. Just like it didn't make sense for you to have to jump through the screen. So when, when something feels uncomfortable, it doesn't make sense to you. Just how you answer that question as far as jump through the screen. No. You see what I'm, you see what I'm saying? That's just simple. But I have an issue. It's a process. It's a process. Mm. It's a process. It's going to take time. You know, and I think sometimes we don't want to give ourselves grace. Because we we have this timer on ourselves. I need to show up like this right now. And when you tell yourself that you're not giving yourself any room to grow, you know, how are you going to show up like right now? Right. You're not giving yourself any room to grow. Oh, that's a good question. That's a good question. Let's see. Does can having mental health issue, whether minor or major, hinder one's employability, which may contribute to an increase of poverty and further mental issues. Definitely, 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 because you're not able to show up and perform how they would want you to perform, yet they're not understanding why you're not doing so, and at times you're not understanding why you're not doing so as well. So there's definitely a hindrance, for sure, for sure. And then I'm going to read um, some more on just... Just the social economic disparities. So once again, we're citing from NAMI. 
socioeconomic factors can make treatment options less available. In 2018, 11.5% of black adults in the U.S. had no form of health insurance. So I need a job, but right now I don't have health insurance. So of course, I can go and get, you know, a resource that's going to help me better myself so I can show up for this job. So how is it we have no health insurance, but yet I have to go and show up at this job the way they want me to? It, 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 it doesn't make sense. It really doesn't. And then if you do have a job and you do have insurance, you do have an EAP program, employee assistance program that you can go to. And most of the time with that, when you do have insurance, you get up to like six free sessions. So definitely utilize those resources when you do have insurance at your job. Utilize your EAP, Employee Assistance Program, because you can get up to six free sessions, and it is confidential. So it's not like everyone's going to be running around, oh, you going today, you going today? No, no one should know. No one would know. Okay, but I want to emphasize on how the majority, listen, y'all, the majority of the stuff she's giving you, she's saying free. They got some, now as black people, we love some free. So don't pass up on these free sessions. Don't pass. So at the end of the show, we'll drop the links at the bottom so that you can click on them and get the information. But don't pass up the opportunity to speak to somebody. Yes. That's the most important thing. Um, so you got any more information you want to provide them with? Any more links, sites? Let's see. Let's see. Let me make sure I gave you all everything. So, like, once again, I was just looking up resources that are better help us educate ourselves and not to um, harp on any other, you know, communities. But I know within our black community, it's very important that we are offer resources that we can definitely utilize mm -hmm. or run away with rather than just sitting stuck. Like, where do I turn now? Where do I turn now? So it's a place called Beam Black Emotional and Mental Health Collective. Group aimed to group aimed at removing the barriers of black people experience getting access to or staying connected with emotional health care and healing. So a lot of these resources that I'm telling you, you all will have access to those links. They will be giving those to you. Also, Black Mental Health Alliance provides information and resources and find a therapist located to connect a culturally competent mental health professional. So, yes, I have a lot. So we're definitely going to give you all access to that. But it's out there. Look look it up. Google is our friend. I know sometimes I'm stubborn. I'm like, well, can you just tell me? Sometimes, you know, if you just have to seek out that information. But it is, it is free resources out there for us, you all. It really is. It really is free resources out there for us. And I know, once again, check out NAMI. NAMI is a really good resource. If you're looking at, if you're trying to get just like, the data on how we are showing up in this world as far as mental health is what is concerned, definitely check out NUMBI. They have that data on there for you. So you can look at that so you can see how they are really researching us and showing up and if it's even really making sense on what we're getting offered. Well, Owen wants to know, can and does poverty contribute to mental health issues within the minority communities? Yes, it does. It really does. Let me see and make sure I didn't cover these. Okay, so yeah. So as far as us being black, like the black community, like other communities of color are more likely to experience uh, 
socioeconomic disparities such as exclusion from health, educational, social, and economic resources. These disparities may contribute to worse mental health outcomes. The lack of resources do, do contribute to the lack, you know, just mental health. Like, if we don't have the resources, we can't get better. So we're just sitting stuck. So it really does keep us at a place of disparity. It keeps us at a place of just hopelessness. It keeps us at a place of not wanting to ask anyone for anything. Because once we do, we feel like we'll get shut down. And once again, we're not knowledgeable of those resources. So, yes, it kind of does push us. It pushes us, pushes us back even further, especially if we don't know what to look for. And also, just to speak on, you know, African-Americans who are privileged enough to have these resources, you know, it's important for us to give those resources back, you know, into those communities who don't know, who, who are not, who are unsure what it looks like, who are feeling like let down or they're feeling like they don't have any other options when they really do, because there are free resources out there. All right. Well, I do want to thank you for coming on and speaking to everyone and giving your insight and these little gems about mental health. And before we go, we're going to change the topic to something a little bit more calm. And so everyone can have a little fun. Let's talk about um, our bucket list. Some things on your bucket list. Um, we see Gerard is back. What's something on your bucket list? On oh, mine? My my biggest thing that I want to do, I'm going skydiving. I was supposed to go for my 30th birthday. I'm 33 now, so I'm three years late. So <laughs> one of these days, I'm going to take my black ass up in the sky in somebody plane, put on a parachute, I'm hopping out that month. Are you going to do it more than once? Because, you know, the first time you do it, somebody is Yeah, I want to do it by myself. Like, I want to no. get to the point where I'm doing it by myself. So, I got to, it's three times you got to do it. Look, mm -mm. I, I don't like heights, so I don't even like standing over and looking. So, you post that video when you do it so everybody can, <laughs> everybody can see it and be like, oh, he really did it. Finally. However many years late you are when you do it. <laughs> it's coming. Trust me. It's coming. That's good. What about your countries? What's on your bucket list? That was on my bucket list. I'm not asking to do that by myself. No, no, no. But that is something on my bucket list. Something else on my bucket list. You know, like when someone asks you what's on your bucket list, you, you have it. You can't remember. Right. Mm -hmm. um, oh, so I will be doing it soon, but I definitely going into a hot air balloon. That's on my bucket list. I definitely want to go into a hot air balloon. Okay. Once again, so, on the heights. I'm... I guess I'm the only sane person because my bucket list don't got nothing to do with any heights. I'm not looking down on anything. If y'all want me to keep my lunch, um, it's just not going to happen. I don't like heights at all. Um, it's just a no for me. Couldn't even do it. What's on your bucket list? Um, no, because now mine just sounds so mediocre. No, y'all no, jumping and looking. I'm okay. I, don't, I ain't got a bucket what you doing? What we doing? I ain't doing nothing. What you mean? Bucket list don't have to be something extravagant. It could be. It needs to be. I no, feel like it, it, could, be, it could be something <laughs> expensive. Like it could be like, hey, this is on my bucket list. I want to go. I want to. Um, okay, wanna... so that's a that's a good one. I've always wanted to go to Belize. Mm. I'd like to do that. See, bucket list. There you go. And it, and it probably ain't even expensive. Who knows? 
Yeah, no judgment zone. Yeah, okay. Um, I, yeah, I, I won't judge them as they jump out that plane. Y'all just post the video. I want to be able to harden and tell you good job and scream with you while you're doing it. But I don't want to. You know what? There. You know what? You can scream while we're doing. We're gonna do a. Uh, as the employers do, we're gonna do a team building exercise, and you we could, all hey, gonna go up there. Miss me with that <laughs> I, I feel a day coming on. Do it. I feel a sick day coming. Please um, accept my doctor's note. No, the whole conversation <laughs> at the top network is gonna be in the plane, and we all gonna. Hey, y'all can hear me? <laughs> it, won't, it won't be me. Okay, so whoever, whoever, um. Don't do it. More power to you. Yeah, you she do. did. She posted the video too, and I was like, "Oh, she crazy. <laughs> she crazy." Um, it was it was fun to watch. Though. I was like, "That looks so like so much fun." It's even not for me though. To do for it, y'all, though. for y'all, it looked fun. For me, no. It's even know. better she to do zip lining. Uh, she ain't doing nothing. She okay. So again, hikes. again, my feet. <laughs> They don't touch the hey, it's not <laughs> it only takes for one stream to break for my hospital stay to be extended, you know, like an extensive stay. I don't I don't need none of that. Hey, I, guess what? Guess I what? Respect. By the time you hit the ground, if that if that was to happen, by the time you hit the ground, you already been passed out, so you won't even feel it. I'm gonna feel it when I wake up. You see what I'm saying? You see where the problem is? He said so I gotta, for, I gotta, for a moment you won't even know what happened. Right, we we laying in the laying in the bed, my arms out like this. I can't even push the pain medication button. I got to start crying and hope somebody can come in there. No, I don't want to do none of that. Dry made you do. He made you do. Dry, hey, dry. Thank you for employing me. However, (laughs) you know, now you go. All that is out the window. We know. What about a roller coaster? Can we get you on a roller coaster? I have done roller coasters. Let me tell y'all something. My first roller coaster was a wooden roller coaster. So that <laughs> noise, that that noise constant. Right. I know. No, hey, I'm good on them too. My stomach is not set up for that. I can't eat before unless they don't sit next to me because I'm probably gonna cry. Y'all, I'm just I think I'm just like I need to be the chill. I'm the chill friend. Y'all call me when y'all having a party at your house. Um, don't call me. Yeah, don't call me when y'all doing all this. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I mean, I'll go. I'll hold y'all bags and stuff and take the pictures. I'm that friend. No, they I'm got they got they got machines on roller coasters that do that. Hey, I'm not doing don't that. Need. I don't care what you said. No. Don't worry about it. I, you ain't got to worry need about me. You take no pictures. He the machine do. You ain't got to. Hey, okay. Well, I'm the friend that's holding y'all drinks, purses, phones. I got that. No, not me. You gonna stand in line with us all the way to the end, and then oh, I'm not doing that either. I'm going to find a seat. Please come find me when you're done. (laughs) Tripping. Exactly. I'm. I'm with you 100. (laughs) Hashtag Team Homebody. (laughs) And we in there. You. You ain't gonna tell me nothing different. Hey, (laughs) if you want to, hey, if you if you want a drinking buddy at the house, got me. You want game night? Got me. Hey, even if you know you want to go pop, no, nah, we ain't gonna say that. I'm often say pop up on you, but we ain't gonna do that. But no, I mean, and we just got through talking about mental health. That's a mental health problem that 
some people need to get you got me if you need me you know look that is a mental health issue that i feel like okay popping up on your boyfriend out of nowhere without any type of uh warning that is a mental health issue. The warning was when they called you 17 times. I'm confused. You thought she wasn't coming? And she coming. And then I'm the friend she called. You See what I'm saying? You it yourself. Put it on the table. Put it on the table. That warning was the cause. I was asleep. Don't worry about it. Okay. That's what you better be sleeping. Let it be anything else, cause I'm I'm out there sitting on the couch. I'm ready. Whatever she needs to do, I'm just gonna help her. Mm-mm, that's that's trifling. <laughs> that's trifling. Terrible. That's trifling. Don't you do that for none of your friends. I'm gonna send you to the mental health space myself. Hey y'all. I'm gonna call Chantrice. I'm be like, hey, you need to call. Somebody. <laughs> hey, <laughs> call somebody. Like, we on this again. <laughs> we not gonna do okay. No, it is a full sentence. However, I don't know. Did we just <laughs> say no? I you call me right now you. and say. She reminded you. Hey, let me say something. Cause both that's both of them are my sisters. So they gonna keep telling me no is a full sentence. Y'all know I don't know how to say that. I'm just gonna, pull we gonna work on it. We gonna work on it. I can't guarantee that. Boundary. Thank you for that support. Health, healthy boundary. You heard Chantrice earlier. Healthy boundary. We gotta set them. Don't now keep popping look. up on your dude like that. What is wrong with you? Hashtag, you can't jump through the screen. You can't jump through the screen. <laughs> we ain't jumping through a screen. We getting in a car and we are driving to a destination. Uh, stop it. Stop it right now. And it ain't gonna be a long drive. And we're gonna be hyped the whole way. We plan nothing but Project Pad 36 Mobby. Like, we finna no, really ready for war. No, you gotta know that. Hey, no, you gotta baby. know that. I'm that friend, but all that roller coaster and stuff. What, 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 what push I have to say? Hey, you know, I go too far every time. Every time, but I'm done here at the boundaries. No, is a full sentence. Yeah, we'll pray about it. <laughs> you see, there we go. We work. We get somewhere. We'll pray about it. That's all I can say. We get somewhere. We get somewhere. We get somewhere. Steve Harvey said, "Jesus ain't through with me yet." <laughs> and you gotta know that <laughs> <laughs> daily. He working on me daily. We ain't got to that part uh, yet, you know. There you go. Self awareness. Self awareness. Call it out. I'm here for mm-hmm. it. This was amazing, y'all. Y'all need to keep doing this. Honestly, thank you so much for having me. This thank you for coming. No, thank you for having me. Believe me, being the need, <laughs> right? When we thought when Carl and I actually came up with the topic, we were like, That you were who I thought of. I was like, I, I need to get in touch with, and you answered like immediately. Oh, yeah, I appreciate yeah. it. I was like, I'm well, often. I got a couple IEPs I gotta get to. You feel me? I gotta, yeah, couple enjoy couple that. Sports. But now I was like, I got you. I appreciate <laughs> it. I really do. Well, since we, you know, we always end the show here with a positive word. Can we get some positive words for the people, please? Yeah. From, from which of us? From everybody. Everybody drop mm. a positive word. You know how they go. Okay. Go ahead, Sean Trees. I gotta <laughs> <take a> <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Look at that. Bring us up. Bring us up. I like that positive words. Tell the people what we're doing, but um. <laughs> Give yourself grace and show up for yourself. Give yourself grace, 
soil for yourself and practice those healthy boundaries. Those are a couple of positive words, but at least you know. Um, I think I say don't feel like you're alone. You're not alone. Mm. There's people you can talk to at all times of the day or night. I might not be one of those people, but definitely, you know, utilize the stuff on the screen she gave you and and seek the help you need. And we're here for you. For sure. My positive words for the people tonight. Hey, Amen. Live your life. Amen. The only person that can make you happy is yourself. Don't uh, rely on nobody else to make you happy. Remember that. You are the only one to make yourself happy. And with that being said, I appreciate you for coming on to the podcast, Antrees. Uh, hopefully we can have you on much more in the future. Of course, I'm here. Uh, Shout out your business again. Okay, uh, Mentally Culture. Mentally Culture, the on-the-go support group. The on-the-go support group. You can check us out at mentallyculture.co. And we also have our brand, Smile Memphis. The clothing line that inspires. We have affirmation buttons. It takes courage to love. We have stylish bags. We have Smile Memphis shirts, short sleeves, long sleeves. But yes, definitely check us out at mentallyculture.co. We are here for you. Like Sam said, you are not alone. Make sure you drop that down there for us, okay? So they can click and go check it out. For sure. I'm looking at it now. Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at it now. It was high five. I ain't gonna lie thank to you. you. Thank you. Shout out to my creative director. Yes. Yeah, it is. Signs. Yes, yes, yes. That's us. Yeah. Yeah, so y'all make sure in the brain it's because we need to keep our mental health intact forever, not just for a moment. So if it needs yeah. to be honest. Y'all make sure y'all come tap in with us. Make sure y'all do y'all y'all mental health justice and you know take care of your mental health. But with that being said, you can find us on Spotify. This episode will drop tomorrow morning, so it will be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcasts, iHeartRadio, we everywhere, so be ready. This episode will drop tomorrow on there. I will be dropping the episode on YouTube tomorrow also, so the episode will be up on YouTube tomorrow. Right now, we're just on Facebook and Twitch, so if you're watching on Twitch, if you're watching on Facebook, the episode will be on YouTube tomorrow for future references if you do want to see it. Uh, and that's all I got for y'all, man. Uh, appreciate y'all for tuning in tonight. Tonight was a good show. Make sure y'all take care of y'all mental health people. We love y'all. Y'all be easy, man. <laughs>